yes. smiling. And I'm good in this position? Good. Yes. This position? Okay. Yeah. So I look at here like this, the camera. That's that's fine. Don't talk anymore, okay? Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you at our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan podcast. I am your host, Virginia Pradhan. We are so delighted for you and uh, to be here and to be trained and also for all the questions and all the concerns you have. Uh, today, we have a very special uh, guest from Albania. His name is Erin Max Hari, and um, we would love uh, for you to hear what he wants to share. It's a very important um, a part of his sharing is how he accepted Christ from a Muslim background to Christianity. So welcome, Erin, and uh, feel free to introduce yourself to our audience. Uh uh, hello, my name is Eri Maxari. I'm from Albania. Um, thank you for this opportunity to share about my life. So um, I, I'm married I, uh, and I have two kids. Uh, I finished uh, uh, university for uh, chemistry and now I'm a full-time missionary with Campus Crusade in Albania. So you you grew up uh, in Albania, but you don't know you you did not experience socialists. But your parents and your country experienced socialists for forty five years. Can you tell the audience just a little bit the effect of uh, socialists on your country? Yes. So um, I was born in eighty nine. So uh, the communism fall down in 91 but still so i'm a, i'm i'm the first generation after communism but still we see the impact of that in our daily life like our parents were born in that time and um, some of the things that, that I, I can say that uh, that still are part of our daily life it's uh, like my my parents uh, they they say mostly my father that was he would say something, some different things that uh, in that time everyone everyone worked. In that time, uh, people lived close to each other. In that time, we uh, government would help us different things. But all of this is like they, it was like politics. Like people work, but they didn't get uh, didn't get as money as much money to eat, or they couldn't go to university. Like my father, they were like, uh, I think, seven children, but only one of them could go to university. All of the, all of the others could, uh, they have to work. Um, another thing, like, uh, that was speaking about dictator, they, they speak very great things about him. Uh, we, we know about many bad things that he did, like, uh, not allowing Albania to go outside of Albania and were, were killed more than 11,000. In the borders, but they uh, 
till now they speak good words uh, about him. For sure that he did some good works, but in general the communism was very hard for Albania. And another thing was about religion. Albania was declared the first atheist country in the world, and it was uh, not allowed to believe in, believe in God. It was a very dark time in Albania at the time. Um, some other were things. They, were they, uh, were uh, they allowed uh, to go to church or have a Bible? We were not allowed. No, it's, a, it's not allowed to have a Bible, not allowed to go to church. Even you cannot say that you, you believe in God because you, you go in jail. In jail or sometimes they, we did, they, they, they took the one family and they uh, sent them away, away in another city. But that was a very shame for the family. All the people would say, oh, this is the family that government sent them in our city. That was a, a culture of shame. So if you were a very good communist, everyone will, will respect you. But if you're not, you, you speak against government, they will take many, uh, do bad things to you, put you in jail or send you in another, another city. And we still feel those things that they are in communism. And I think it needs some generations to, to let the things go. Tell us how you accepted Christ, how you moved from a Muslim background to Christianity to uh, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Um, so since I was a, so a child, my father used to say, because he come from communism time, that uh, all, all the religions are the same. There are politics, don't, don't believe in any religions, don't go in religions. Uh, I was born in Muslim family, but uh, not just a tradition family, not strong, uh, not practicing Muslim. But also I had this idea that I will not be a religious guy because religious are politics. Uh, I used to pray sometimes God in my personal time, as, uh, ask him to, to bless me or to bless my, my, uh, my family. When I was a freshman in, in university, that was the first time that I heard the gospel. First time that I heard that Jesus died for me. For me as a Muslim, the idea of Jesus, I, I heard the idea of Jesus, uh, like Muslims said, but I didn't know that Jesus died for Muslims like me, like I was in that time. I thought that Jesus died for Christians. So that idea really changed my mind. But uh, the, the guy that shared the gospel with me, I was not in the state. Uh, to hear about Christianity and, the, and, the, and Jesus. So I, when he finished the presentation, I said, okay, thank you for your presentation. I'm not interested. He said, do you like to come in the students' meetings or social meetings? I said, I'm not interested at all in all, that you, uh, uh, all of the things that you do. But this idea, Jesus died for me, that keep, what was keeping repeating in my mind. About... Uh, after about three or four weeks later, another Muslim friend, uh, like friend of me that we were living together, he told me that he met another Christian and uh, he invited us for a coffee. In Albania, we, we go coffee with people, different people, even people that we don't know, because it's very relationship culture. So we went there, met the guy, and he invited us to the church. And we went again just to respect him and uh, like we were a freshman and when we said, maybe there are beautiful girls in the church. 
So the reason I'm saying this, I was not interested at all about Jesus, about Christ- Christianity, even to become a religious guy. So when I went to the church, when I went to the church, I was really surprised by many different things. The, so the room was very simple room. And uh, one thing that really touched me was the worship time. So when the worship time started, I thought that it was going to be like uh, like uh, songs without meaning, just repeating different words. But God touched my heart during the worship songs. The words were in Albanian that were very meaningful. So I think God, God present touched my heart in that church. So I had this idea in my mind and God touched, God touched my heart in the church. And God used two different persons to come to me. The first guy shared the gospel with me. The second guy invited me to the church. I was not interested about discussing. God used uh, the church presence, his presence, to, to, to uh, touch my heart. After I left the church, uh, in afternoon, I went in uh, my dorm. I was a student, freshman. I went in my, dorm, in my room in dormitories. I got uh, a booklet that was explaining the gospel. And I did a, a prayer by myself. And with a map, I went to the Campus Crusade meetings for students there to meet the guy that shared the gospel with me, to say that I believe Jesus and I will come in everything that you do. He was surprised, like, wow. And the next day we had a coffee together to, to, to uh, explain more about Jesus. So my life was totally changed. Uh, my thoughts were changed. My beliefs for the future was changed. Many things changed in my life. I told to my family. I called them and I told them that I believe Jesus. And uh, I, I remember like this day I called them and, and said to them that I'm not calling you to ask for permission because I was very sure that this was the truth. I tell them, I, I'm calling you to let you know that I believe Jesus now and I will follow him all of my life. Because I'm not Muslim tradition, not, not family, not very strong family. So they will say that, oh, don't, we send them you for university, not to be a religious guy. So it was not a big deal for, for my family. Uh, was was uh, hard because so I come from a village that are 100% Muslims. So my friends, my, my cousins, some, some, uh, some different, different time they said, who lied to you to believe Jesus? Who lied to you to believe, believe, believe Bible? But I was sure that it was, this was the truth. And uh, I shared the gospel with my parents. So uh, six months after me, uh, I shared the gospel with my mother and she uh, prayed with me to receive Jesus. I shared the gospel with my father. He would say the same thing that he said before. That's politics. Don't speak to me about that. I uh, encouraged my mother to go to church. So she said, yes, I will go to church. And my father started going with my mother in the church. I don't know why still (laughs) today just went to, to go with her. And uh, he went to the church for four years without being a believer. It's very interesting. I, I would go with my, my father in the church, worship Jesus with him, but I didn't have courage to share with him. After four years, I think God, God pushed me, spoke to me inside of me to share the gospel again with my father. And uh, he accepted Christ after four years. They were baptized in the same day. And I, don't, I cannot forget the day. My father was, uh, was wearing a white big shirt. Uh, and he was saying like a, he was saying like a communist guy. 
like this to to get baptized, and I couldn't couldn't um, I couldn't cannot forget that. And uh, praise I was, the Lord I was, for that. Sorry. Praise the Lord for that. Is uh, such. A, uh, I hope people uh, see the difference between life under communist, socialist, and communist, and when freedom comes and people can hear the gospel, no matter your background, Muslim or whatever background you might have. Christ loves you and Christ accepts you and uh, you have the freedom, you know, to go to church. So we praise yes. the Lord for that. It's, um, it's like day and night. And uh, now your, your country is free. It's a democratic country and Bibles are, uh, people are able to uh, have Bibles to go to church. Yes, so from 1991 when the communism fall. Albania is very open for religious and uh, evangelical church is uh, known by, by, by the government. So it's we're free to, to go to the church, to read the Bible, free to do different activities uh, to share the gospel. So it's uh, and, and with uh, Muslims, Catholics, Orthodox and all the religious we are very uh, uh, so it's not separation between religious. We are very like respecting each other. So that is a good thing because we we can share the gospel with all religions. Atheism is not a problem in Albania. So it, it's interesting. So so communism make the atheist country, but God use it for good. So people will not be very strong Muslims or Christians, but they uh, they will say that we are not atheists. Uh, they because they celebrate their homes. So they are very open. Till now to share the gospel in Albania. Well, yes, that's a wonderful news. And like I said, it's day and night, socialists and democracy. You have the freedom, you know, to uh, have a Bible, to hear the gospel, and gospel has a transforming power over everyone. Tell us your journey from uh, uh, accepting Christ to being a full-time missionary. Um. Yes. Um, so when I when I became a believer in two thousand and eight, a freshman, that one thing that uh, I enjoyed since the when I was a, a new believer, I, in the third week, my uh, friend that shared the gospel with me, he invited me to to go to share the gospel with others. And since the beginning, when I was a new believer, I would go uh, and share the gospel with others. I did. I didn't know how to explain it very well, but you know that the gospel has the power itself. It just, uh, like Romans 1.16 says. And uh, so I was involved with Campus Crusade uh, in Bible studies. I was involved with the church. I started start sharing the gospel. And uh, God was uh, touching my heart about Great Commission to make disciples of all, of all nations. And during all the five years I've studied uh, chemistry, I was involved with Covers to say it, and uh, I was uh, I did uh, I was leading uh, a few students in Bible studies, and also I did some mission trips. There I did mission trips in Bosnia Herzegovina, in uh, uh, in North Macedonia, and later in Kosovo. Uh, so when during this all of these years, uh, because I was touched from the Great Commission, I was praying God to be a full time missionary. I wanted to be sure about this. I prayed God. God wanted me to be a full-time missionary, and uh, it was um, many months in the last uh, in last year of university to praying God to lead me, and I got assurance inside of me to 
to be a full-time missionary. And, and I've been enjoying this uh, uh, to give uh, all of my time to give, to share the gospel, making disciples. That is wonderful. And if I understood you correctly from our discussion a few days ago, um, you, your mission focuses on uh, uh, students and uh, um, high school students, college students and high school students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's both uh, college students and high school students. I've done it even even separately. So I've done two years only with high school students, and now I'm with both college students and high school students. Mostly with college students, because in in, uh, in our neighborhood, when we in Tirana, when we do ministry, there are uh, four big universities. Like it's civil engineering, so it's sports, it's uh, uh, social science, and it's a uh, agricultural university there. So I, I get uh, joy from Jesus sharing the gospel with college students and high school students, and to see them growing in faith and and train them and mentoring them how to reach other with Christ. Um, I assume that the beauty is special with college students is that those students will be trained, will learn more about Jesus, and maybe they will go to different cities in your country, and then they will share the gospel. And uh, that's the beauty of uh, of this mission. And uh, the same thing, I assume, with uh, high school students, because they will go to college. Not all of them will go to college in your city. So it's like spreading the gospel uh, through them, through all over Albania. And who knows, later on in the future, they might be missionaries in other countries. So that's yeah. the beauty of, uh, of this uh, um, of this mission. So you uh, remind us again, when did you start? How many years do you have uh, as a full-time missionary? So I started in 2013. So it's about 10 years ago that I'm a full-time missionary. One thing that okay. I went to, uh, that because uh, like you reminded to me, uh, in these 10 years of ministry, because of God's, God's glory, not because of my efforts, uh, I've I have had me and uh, so my wife and me. So we have decided many students, and uh, four of them now are full time missionaries with Campus Crusade in Albania. So tell us one or two things that you learned in those 10 years as a full time missionary. Yeah, uh, the first thing that uh, we have ne- ne- not get bored at all. We we need to stay in a close relationship with Jesus. It's a uh, it's interesting. Like uh, doing ministry, uh, sometimes you feel that uh, you you are a great Christian or a great missionary because you are doing many things for Jesus. But Jesus don't want don't want our what we do. He wants our heart. So that is one of the highlights to stay close to Jesus all of this all of these years. Uh, this is one of the highlights. Uh, the second one is to to live uh, as uh, uh, to fulfill his will. So staying with Jesus, um, 
being in close relationship with Jesus also uh, gives you uh, power, gives you uh, heart and heart to fulfill His will. So I get a lot of joy fulfilling His will to make disciples of all nations. Uh, so you, you maybe you know the Acts from the Bible. Like they they lived in the mission. The whole time they were sharing, they were planting churches. So it's uh, us as a Christians were called to live in a missions, in a mission wherever we are in in work, or in a coffee shop that we go every day, or when we are full time missionaries like me, or when when, when we do. So these are two things that I I can say. That's great. Um... I will. I will love to tell people that if they want to donate to your uh, your ministry, they can go to uh, give dot crew dot org slash zero six six four nine one six. Yes. Yes. For thank someone, you. For someone who is maybe like you like you you used to be, you know, in 2013 when you started young and not knowing too much about ministry. You know, sometimes I hear people uh, saying, I need a blueprint, but I know in our ministry, in our mission, God will never give us a blueprint. He will give us step by step, that's faith. So we walk by faith. How would you encourage someone like young like you, like you were in 2013, 10 years ago, who wants to start today? What would you say to them? So uh, if God is leading you to be missionary, to live in a mission, so if God is like, like pushing you inside or repeating you, please do that. Um, it's tell me that you have to be very trained or to going uh, to do to do a theologic uh, school it's good for this to, to do that because the gas the gospel has the power itself so when we so you know the Roman fix Roman 1 uh, 16 that says uh, so the gospel is the power of God to change everyone so if you go you stay close to Jesus, have some good uh, brothers and uh, so partners of the team that uh, are serving with you. I will encourage you to go and to to share the gospel and to wait God working through you by touching lives for Jesus. Thank you, Aaron. It's so true what you said, and I hope uh, our audience will take that to heart. And if God put on your heart uh, a ministry, um, you will follow that. In fact, many times in my speeches, in my coaching events and so forth, I'm telling people, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. God created each one of us unique with a specific uh, mission in life. Uh, not only that, but he will uh, sh um, share with you and tell you exactly the mission that he created you. And he will equip you. He will train you. He will give you resources. He will open doors for you. All that God is asking is your obedience. So... 
Eric, we thank you so very much for your participation here. I hope people will listen and take um, note of what you share. Uh, if they want to help, they will go to your website that I mentioned. And I, uh, I hope that you will have a safe and blessed travel back home with your family, your beautiful family. And again, we thank you for being here at our podcast. Yeah, thank you for uh, inviting me. Thank you for opportunity. I really enjoyed. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. I hope you take uh, notes. You will go to Erin's uh, website. You will do the mission that God created you to be and, and to do. And I hope you will return to our courageous leadership with Virginia Pradhan. Until next time, we um, love to hear from you and to receive your notes. Also, feel free to um, subscribe for free to our podcast. God bless you. And until next time, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com. Thank you.